Is the Baylor administration trying to erase their football history? This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. on Baylor presented by LinkedIn Solutions. Thank you so much for making it your first listen today and every day. I'm Cam Stewart, your host, and I am here with a very special guest. The one, the only, I know him as the streets remember, <laughs> Mr. Jay Lee, former Baylor wide receiver from 2011 to 2015 and an absolute stud on some of those best offenses in the nation. Jay, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. I'm grateful to be on the show, man. I'm glad you reached out, you know, asked for this opportunity. So uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really grateful to have you. I was saying to, to you off the air, I was, I remember we overlapped for a year and just getting into Baylor and seeing those great Bryles offenses, obviously. Jay Lee, man, he could play. He could play. If you, if, For those young kids who are in the stands now, look him up on YouTube. The guy could ball. <laughs> And so we're talking today about some of those some of those great years, man, and, and specifically that 2013 season. Now, that's the right. first Big 12 championship in Baylor's history, number one offense in the nation, just a top five team all the way through. Oh, well, yeah. once you got into the top five, didn't come out of the top five. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. Uh, truly one of the great teams in Baylor history and, and truly setting the standard for that era and Yet the, the news this week hasn't been about, you know, necessarily how you guys are getting honored for the 10th anniversary and taking on UT this weekend. That was obviously the Big 12 championship game de facto that yeah. year, but rather that you guys aren't getting honored. And I know Mac Rhodes has said something about trying to get something together later in the season. But what, what was your initial thoughts when this was first brought up that, hey, you know, they're doing nothing to honor us, which is one of the great teams in Baylor history? You know, well, I kind of, I kind of, you know, follow the team. I still follow them, you know, up and down years, the past two years. Um, but uh, I think the one thing that stood out to me was um, a comment about, you know, the the jersey colors and stuff. And then it was brought to my attention, which I finally realized is that it's been ten years since we won the Big Twelve championship. You know, and, you know, all the sacrifice and, you know, the, the man hours that we put in and all the hard work and dedication, um, you know, I see other teammates chiming in, like, why haven't, you know, why haven't we been reached out to, even with the B Association, you know, the Baylor B Association, why haven't anybody reached out to us and, you know, talked about bringing us back to honor us, which I think we should be honored because, that's when we bought the we actually bought the team back to prominence, you know, while Coach Browns was there, you know, and that, that was the year we had a um, you know, we went to the Fiesta Bowl. You know, that was one of the New Year's Six games. Like we should be honored for doing that type of stuff and bringing so much attention to Baylor. Yeah, and tell me a little bit more about that. I should open with this. It's just you know, we talk about how revolutionary that team was in terms of the championship and bringing that to Baylor. So where does this 2013 team stand in the history of Baylor football? I would have to say that's probably one of the, the best teams that we had put together, you know? Uh, I mean, if you go back, we started off with the Texas Bowl. Well, the, yeah, the Texas Bowl. I wasn't there, but it was Texas Bowl. Then it was Alamo when I got there. Yep. And then we went to the holiday. Yep. Yeah, then with the Holiday Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, 
you know so like it's just that natural progression yeah yeah we progressed but that was that was one of the top games that we played in yeah. you know and we went we went on a streak we went on a streak and then we lost to Oklahoma State and then we won you know against um, TCU there and then we beat Texas at home to close out the Floyd Casey I mean what, what better what better stuff. record could you want to put out there honestly and and yet here we are and and they're you know, this is the first chance at a real anniversary to honor you guys. And so that that brings up the question for me of are they just do you think from your standpoint, as someone who played on those teams, that they're just trying to erase that that whole era? We obviously know what happens off the field, but tremendous right, right. accomplishments on the field. And so, so, so many guys, the overwhelming majority of the guys who had nothing to do with the scandal. Well, yeah, I just I think it's I think it starts off from the re, the whole rebranding thing. You know, they wanted to change courses on how how the uniforms came about, how the logos are presented, and you know everything from the field. You know, the whole nine. So, I mean, I get I get what they're how they're trying to you know get a whole, get away from the whole thing, but at the same time, you have to honor the people that you know actually did something for the university and i think we did more than enough for the university yeah and, and with that you know i mean you still keep the numbers up there it still says 2013 big 12 champions and yet here we are talking about it like we're saying Voldemort, just to talk about all the great things that you guys did i mean how does that make you feel uh it's kind of upsetting man I, like i said I, I go on twitter and i see you know not just me but i see other teammates you know talking yeah. about when are we, is somebody going to reach out to us and, you know, let us know about something? It, I mean, it doesn't have to be this game. It could be, you know, throughout the year. But, like, sure. what does the past have to do with honoring us now? It's been 10 years. You know, a bunch of a bunch of the players still go to the games. Tailgate, you know, they do the whole nine yards because we didn't get that opportunity to do it. We didn't get to run the Baylor line. I know Levi had mentioned uh, that they they should maybe bring us bring us in and have us run the Baylor line and everything like that. Let's let's get the full experience, you know, yeah. because we, we all we did was go to do the beer walk, go to the locker room, play football, and leave, you know? Yeah, and, and two, I mean, you, you brought up a point there that, that guys are still going to the games. And so for, for you personally, you know, with, with what's happened a, after you left and with the rebranding and trying to get away from those teams that you worked so hard for, are you still a Baylor fan? Is it is it weird to root for Baylor these days? <laughs> no, it's not weird to root for Baylor, man. Yeah. I'm Baylor to the core, you know. That's where I went to school, and they gave me an opportunity, and I'm forever grateful for it, you know. Uh, so I'm I'm still rooting for every week. I'm still rooting, man. I'm still rooting. I haven't my my roots haven't left yet. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. So I guess that goes without saying. But if you guys did get the invite tomorrow, would you would you be down there? Uh, I would have to try to make something work, but I mean, <laughs> just in general, just in general, I, I, yeah, they yeah, called yeah, you, you say, general, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I just think we should have, we should have had, they should have had something planned out before the season started. So we had enough time to, you know, plan it, you know, for the people that actually can't make it and who can't make it. Yeah. And so do, do you think, I mean, in your heart of hearts, we've heard rumors about it. Do you think what's from what's happened so far that there is going to be a day sometime this season that y'all might be uh, uh, invited back? I know somebody had had said something about uh, uh, AD, the AD mentioning it, uh, you know, bringing it up maybe down the road. But uh, to me, 
I don't think any legal matters that happened back then should affect honor and a team. That I think it's an excuse, to be honest. Yeah, and do you think that's that's the biggest part of it? Of just hey, we're we're trying to distance ourselves completely, even for you know the the Jay Lees and the Jamal Palmers and the Levi. Right, Lawrence. right. It, I mean, at the end of the day, not everybody participated in what happened. Not even know? close. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, so then, what you're doing is you're punishing us for what happened. But I mean, we all were there. You know, we all played. We should be honored. It shouldn't even. It shouldn't even be a, any other school. Would, you know, we're honored. Sure. So why not us? Yeah, and and definitely some great memories there. We're gonna get to that a little bit later in the show, specifically about that ice bowl game and closing oh, out. Oh yeah, the that, yeah, man, that was a freezing <laughs> cold game. Oh. It was crazy. One of the greats it of Baylor history. But first, but first, Jay, I gotta talk to you about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. They're our main sponsor uh-huh. today. Uh, and look, it, it, when you're looking for jobs or you know, if if this continues to happen and, you know, people in the administration need to look for jobs, they're going to have to look at LinkedIn, LinkedIn Talent Solutions. That's the number one way. It's how I got this job. So I'm a little biased. I think it's the best way to do it. So LinkedIn Jobs, it helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster, fast, 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 just the way that old Bryles offense used to play. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply now jay you had talked about in the beginning about you know this kind of came up with with the talks of a blackout and and doing all that at the stadium so i want to take you back to 2013 Uh oklahoma thursday night first real official blackout i've heard so many things about this game and this atmosphere and what the case was like i want to hear it from your perspective what was that night like that night was epic. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. And we already knew going in, you know, it was going to be a blackout. So it was only right for us to put on the black jersey. And that's that's when we felt like we were the greatest in those jerseys, man. Yeah, so I, it kind of goes, I have it as the question of the segment up here. What does that do for you guys as players? Obviously, having an atmosphere is great, but the blackout, the black jerseys, top 10 matchup, what does that do for you guys on the field? I mean, you you heard it from Dion Best. You look good, you play good, you play good, they pay good. So at the end of the day, when we put those when we put those black jerseys on, you know, it it, it bought out the best of us. You know, like we already knew it was gonna come out. The the swaggiest team in the country. We had we had we had a lineup of jerseys that probably other teams couldn't match. You know, uh top ten matchup. We already knew it was at stake, and I, if I remember right, college game day was there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, Fox Sports was there. It was a huge deal. Oh, it was yeah. a national game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all that, all that stuff there, it just it brings out the best of you, confidence out the roof, and you just want to get out there. You want to go and compete for your guys and, and for the school. And it was an awesome lineup of uniforms, by the way. I mean, you guys were great teams too, so that helped. But uh, oh, from yeah. a recruiting standpoint, so you were you were there a little bit before. You had those we call them the RG three, the Heisman jerseys before. Right. But when you see guys coming into the program, is that actually a recruiting point to to roll out these these chrome helmets and these awesome uniforms? Does that it, actually it get guys involved? It's, it's, a, it's an attention grabber. You know, you you gotta have you gotta have those posted up on the mannequins. When they're walking through the facilities, you know, touring the facilities and, uh, you know, thinking about coming to our school. So you 
you have to roll them out. You have to let them see them, get in the jersey, take pictures, do whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and kind of just where you're right now, when, when was the last time you went to, to a game at McLean? Uh, I think it was two years ago when, um, when we beat Oklahoma. Okay, that's a good one. I think that's Gary, good one to go Gary to. was the quarterback. Yep. Yeah. And, and so based off that, that, w- that was a good atmosphere that day. But just in general, there's been, yeah. there's been, you know, just skepticism of, of the, the atmosphere. It just hasn't been great at the games. And, and whether that's, you know, based on the product on the field or based on whoever. Right. And so it's been kind of thrown around. And so I was telling people, you know, in my day, at the end of your time at Baylor, even when we weren't that great, when that, that fall came, it was, it was great atmospheres. And so right. did you, did you see a noticeable difference? Even when we had a great team in 2021, when you last went that it just didn't have the juice that it used to, or was it kind of the same? Well, I think um, it all starts with, you know, what you're putting out on the field and, and how you produce. And, um, you know, when I was there, we had the high flying paced offense Big 12 is really not known for having defense, but as long as you can put up enough points to beat the other team, <laughs> you got a fighting chance. So, and that's what the fans like to see. You know, we're scoring in six to eight seconds. I mean, who else is out there doing that? You know, and, and now the, the game has slowed down and they're under center more. We rarely got under center, you know, during, doing big play action plays, you know, uh, three tight end sets, all that stuff, you know. So I don't think the fans are – quite adjusted to that yet yeah i'm telling you there are definitely people that we see and hear from who just expect that to happen they expect bryce petty and and you and and goodly to just walk through that door and and coleman and cannon all those guys and start putting up 60 points a game and i think i think you're right in that there's there's i mean we had that in like 2016 17 like right after the bryles days where what's happening but it's just it's not that way anymore and as you saw in 2021 you you can win without it but it does it starts with the product on the field to to get that place hyped and and you guys certainly had it and uh what i was you know you you got to play one year at mclean and obviously beautiful facility and all that and we'll talk about the last game at the case a little bit later but in general for these kids who who have it good and could just walk to McLean. What was that like seeing the, the crowds get bigger and the, the, the juice starting to build those last couple of years you were at Floyd Casey? Well, well you got to, yeah, exactly. You got to go back to Floyd Casey and think about the number of fans that were able to sit in the stands then, you know, and then you got to go to McLean and you're like, Oh, well we have, you know, we have more fans in the stands getting loud, you know, getting rowdy, getting us, you know, getting us, hype pumped up so like you always wanted to go out there and put on a show and then you stand out on the field and just stargaze you know and be like dang it's really this many people here and like you can only imagine what what um other players go through like at the big house in michigan you know they got a hundred thousand plus you know yeah and, and did you was there one that you preferred over the other mclean or floyd casey uh, mclean all the way <laughs> Floyd Love Casey it, got man. his got his history, but man, it's McLean. Yeah, it's I'm beautiful, man. It, it really so is. Beautiful. And in terms of you know going back to the teams you played on and and kind of the fallout after you leave, obviously nothing to do with it, but after you leave, kind of it all it all the bottom falls out of it. And so what I'm wondering for for you and and for your teammates from that time, do you still keep up with with the coaching staff and and with the with the guys that were around the program? Are y'all still tight? Uh, yeah, I keep up with a lot of the guys that, you know, I play I play with. You know, we talk here and there. I understand everybody has a busy schedule. Everybody's working, has family, you know. So that, that always comes first. 
but we all talk to each other. Um, I know, I know I heard from, you know, the grapevine that, you know, after we left, they try to, you know, move us out of there and get rid of all the bad stuff that happened, you know, as far as the facilities and stuff, not going to name any names, but I mean, some of the coaches didn't want us around, you know, so we kind of have to build the bridge, the gap with the B association just to try to get, you know, our foot in the door. And I know, I know a bunch of, I know a bunch of players be, when I was there, um, that came before me got to be on the field during the game. But then, you know, when the new coaching staff rolled in, they was like, no, no ex players on the field and stuff like that. So how do you want us to keep, you know, keep in touch and keep connected with the program if you don't want any of that to happen? Yeah. And is that something that kind of unifies you guys as, as players on those teams? Is that something you guys bond over? I mean, not the best way to do it. You had to bond anyway, but just of like, right, right. what is going on? You know, what, what when is this madness going to stop? Yeah. We're, we're just waiting for our time. You know, like I said, like I said on Twitter, a bunch of people don't want to speak up about it. It's fine. You know, I, I'll do as much as I can, but I know it's, I know it's other players out there, you know, thinking the same thing you know so hopefully yeah. hopefully it'll change hopefully more people have voiced their opinion obviously the fans have done their job you know now it's kind of on us for sure and and obviously 10-year reunion that's a great round number it's a perfect opportunity for it but did you guys think that you know you'd be invited back at some point before this yeah yeah uh, of course like you you want to celebrate the rich history that's bought a a program to what it is now, you know? So, I mean, if it's, if it's not this year, are they going to wait till next year and do it? You know, like cause we went back to back. So, yeah, you know, so which one is it? But I think it should start. It should have started from, you know, this year and we should have had, we should have got no, a notice of this, you know, way before the season started. For sure. And I know that would have got the place fired up Saturday, too. And I, and I hope it's it's a great atmosphere. I hope it's it's a great yeah, game. Um, absolutely. Baylor's the dog in that one, which I know you guys uh, remember from, from your oh, time. Yeah. You, you guys changed that narrative for sure. But, hey, if you're looking for an underdog this weekend, the place you got to go is FanDuel Sportsbook, which is another sponsor of today's show. FanDuel is the place to go. New customers right now are getting $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's really no better time to get into the action than right now. With football season in full swing. We're about to head into MLB playoffs. The app is so easy to use. Even I can do it. There's a wide range of those options. You can do anything from spreads to props, over-unders, any of that. So go to FanDuel.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON. So FanDuel.com slash LOCKEDON and kick off, keep the kickoff going for this NFL, for this college football, for this MLB baseball playoffs. Visit FanDuel.com, include money lines, props, etc., and all of that going in with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Jay, so we're looking. I, I promised we were going to get to it. Now we're here. We've got UT this weekend. I just want you to t- take us back from your perspective what that last game at Floyd Casey was like the 30 to 10 win over Texas to win the 2013 big 12 championship. Obviously I said in the show the other day, you guys had to wait for OU to, to win against Oklahoma state. That's, that's what kind of opened the door. So let's start, let's start there. Did you guys know about that when you were taking the field? Uh, Yeah. I mean, we all got our phones and stuff, you know, everybody's listening to music It's right there in front of us. We go out and warm up. 
you want to change the song, you might get a notification or somebody <laughs> from the outside might text you and let you know. So we were all, we were already locked in, but we knew we had to, you know, go out there and do one job and that was to win, take care of our business first and everything else will fall in, fall into place. Yeah. And let's take it back again. It's about 20 degrees outside. Y'all got this, these oh. awesome throwback uniforms. Throwback on. You uniforms, know it's the last yes. game there. It's Texas. Where does that rank in terms of the games that you played in at Baylor? I mean, it, it, it has to go up there, you know, top five. Top five for sure. Definitely top five because, um, you know, we came out in throwback jerseys. They were sweet. Nike oh, did so a good, good job with those. Uh, you know, freezing cold game. They actually opened up the end zone for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, to close out the case. And, you know, everybody was there. Just leading up to the whole week, it, it was everything. We, we just couldn't wait to play and, you know, take care of business. And you talked about it earlier, kind of the momentum that was built up, right, from the Texas Bowl to the Alamo Bowl, the Holiday Bowl. And going into this 2013 season, you guys were not ranked to start the season, and you walk out as Big 12 champions and, and a New Year's Six Bowl. So I guess my question is, did you all see that coming before the season? I mean, I think everybody goes into a season, uh, you know, with high hopes. You know, they want to go undefeated. Sometimes it might not happen. I know we went on a run for like eight or nine. We went what? We went nine straight. Yeah. I think that yeah. Was it. And then we know. lost yeah. Oklahoma State. That was a game that was 20 below. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, we, you know, we had high expectations. We were on a roll. We just try to win each week and uh, one, one play at a time. Uh, but the, like I said, the expectations were high. We we just knew we had a great team to you know at least compete. So that's and what look, we want to put that finished product out on the field every week. And you did, and you did for sure. And and you're a Texas kid. Most of the guys who play for Baylor are. What what is what does this rivalry mean? I know it's not Texas Oklahoma, but right. Baylor and Texas. What what does that game mean to you, just in general? Well, I think any any game that's played in the state of Texas with other Texas universities, you know, mean a lot because those are the teams that you want to beat. You want to win the state of Texas. You know, that was one of our goals was to win the state of Texas first, win on the road, you know, win at home, and then take every, take care of everything else. So and, and, th- that game is a big, big rivalry for us. And, and did that mean a little extra that you guys got to win that Big 12 championship and, and do, to do it over them? Because remember, if Texas had won, they would have won the Big 12. So it was right. a championship game. So did it mean a little extra to, to beat oh, them? Yeah, it, 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 it meant a lot. It meant a lot. And, you know, because, uh, like you said, if they would have done, if they would have beat us, then, you know, they could have squeezed in. But, like I said, we got to take care of business, you know. And we wanted to boot them off our field, celebrate with the fans. We knew it was our last time playing at the at Floyd Casey, so we wanted to close it out the right way. And, and speaking of last time, it looks like that's going to be the last time that, that we play UT for a long time anyway. So right. it, is, it, is it sad to see that go as someone who is from the state of Texas to not have A&M or UT on the schedule anymore? Yeah, it does. And, and I can recall my first my freshman year um, playing at A&M. Well, I didn't play, but I was a redshirt freshman, and I got to travel with the team. So I remember playing A&M there, you know, when Robert was there this Heisman year, and like, you know, playing Texas and now, like, they're not even going to be in anymore. And, like, it doesn't it's just feel crazy. Like, and, like, all the teams are, yeah. all the teams are shifting, and like, I know when they drop the schedule, I'm like, damn, we don't even get to play Oklahoma State no more. Like, yeah. some of those games oh, are, yeah. like, big mm-hmm. to, you know, big to us. 
because that, that's yeah. what that's how the league started. For sure, for sure. And now back to the present day here. You have any predictions for for tomorrow's game? I think we edge it out. All right. I think we edge it out. I got faith, right. I got faith in the boys. I got faith in the boys. Jay Lee and ball control. And, Baylor and to the core, people. man. Baylor oh, yeah. to be God. I got, I got, I got He's got it. Yes, Baylor gang or die. He's got the upset going. I love that confidence. I'm telling you, I'm starting to come around to it. I was I was very pessimistic early in the week. I think there's some things that Baylor can do. I think I think Dave has got a plan. I'm I'm yeah. still believing him. Uh, yeah, I think he got a plan too. <laughs> I, I just I wish we would have edged out Utah. I, I been wish nice. we edged out Utah. I was pulling. I was hoping. Oh man, had me on the edge of my seat. But I think we got this one under control. And it could totally turn around their season. It, it could happen it tomorrow definitely, night. Definitely. Yes, sir. Jay Lee, thank you so much for coming on today. Really appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate your perspective. You know, there's a lot of kids who are in the stands now who, for better or for worse, don't don't know about the scandal or the Art Briles era, but there's a lot of good in there that they, that they don't know about on the football field. So I really appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you reaching out and having me on, man. It means a lot. Awesome. Sickum Bears. Thank you, man. And yes, thank sir. you guys Sickle. for listening and ma- and watch it on YouTube, making it your first listen every day. This has been, always will be, Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.